Hello once more, it's us, the Fabulous Flowers TV Dynamic Floral Twosome, here for your floral listening pleasure, bringing you flowery tips and tricks, fun floriography facts, floristry do's and don'ts, and even some helpful growing and planting tips. So welcome to this, episode 23 of our podcast, and here as always to bring his extreme professional knowledge and uplifting flowery banter to the proceedings is of course the wonder that is Paulie Hawkins. Hello there Paulie. Hi there Lucy, how are you today? I'm very well, thank you very much. Yes, can't complain. Isn't it gorgeous, lovely sunshine and then the odd sort of mad sort of tempestuous shower actually. Yes, I don't mind a tempestuous shower. Oh, it clears the air, doesn't it? Mm. Have you had a lovely week? I've had a very lovely week. Back into the gym, back doing my 50 lengths a morning, uh, which I have to I know, but it's mm. it's a lovely thing. You know, you can think, mm. swim, um, covered in chlorine, which I like to think is a kind of antibacterial wash of Ooh, the morning. So on um, trend. So on trend. <laughs> and you just come out feeling kind of, you know, invigorated and mm. ready to go. So enjoyed my swim this morning and very much up for a bit of floral chat. Nice. Lovely. How good, about you? Dude, I'd love to get back to swimming. Um, all good. Very, very busy. I've been doing some really super things in town. Mm. Um, Do tell. Well, you know, it's this time of year, you've got so many beautiful seasonal flowers going on. And um, one of my lovely clients... Uh, it's a beautiful house in Grosvenor Square in Mayfair. Lovely. Um, which used to be the residence of General Eisenhower, who was the... One of the presidents. Yep, yes. absolutely. So it's steeped in history. Mm. Um, but it's been turned into... Um, so the hotel group Four Seasons. Yes. They've turned it into these amazing luxury residences. Oh, so, lovely. Um, they're for sale at the moment. And so I've been doing all the show flats. So people walk in and say, oh, I really want to buy That's that. That's a nice gig. Yeah. So you so see some creating stunning the... interiors. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the front of house flowers. So when people, you know, get out of their amazing kind of chauffeur-driven car and they walk in, the great big, enormous arrangements, huge circular table, and massive bars. And every week it's got to be totally different. <gasps> and I always say to keep it, the interest going, I always say to myself, nothing like last week. No. Nothing like next week. So nice. the flowers are always different. Like that. Notice them. It's so this week we went for kind of hot jewel coloured, um, amazing gladioli. Great big sort of explosions mm. of them. And then a big collar, which is around the base of the um gladioli. We did like So hot, like the neck of the vase. Yes, yeah, yes, absolutely. Yes, learning. We did <laughs> we did jewel coloured, jewel coloured hydrangeas <gasps> with hot mm. pink roses. Like a rough. Yes. Yes, Elizabethan. Like a rough at the top yeah. of the neck of the church sort of thing. Yes, Elizabeth yes. I, a little bit blackadder. Yes. You know. But so we did a big rough of um, these jewel-coloured hydrangeas with pink roses and red mm. roses. So you've got the hot pink and the hot red. Lovely. And then around the base of that, we had satellite vases. Do you know what a satellite vase is? Is that like a mini version that goes around it like the moon goes around the earth sort Absolutely. of thing? Yes. So you've got a round table, you've got this yes. enormous vase in the middle. And the satellite vases um, have... Ooh, the lights went off there, Lucy. Is, is it time to put 50p in? Is that, a, <laughs> is that a power cut? I think it might be a power cut. Well, Should we carry on? I think we carry on, you know, like yes. the blitz. Come on then, in the dark, okay. get a power cut in Sussex. I look better in the dark. Yes, come anyway, on. Anyway, the show must go on. So uh, satellite vases, so they are, as you say, satellites. So you've got lots of little vases around the big one yeah. with flowers in them echoing what's in the big vase. Oh, how so in those we did gatherings of sedum, yes. pale pink sedum, yes. which we did in a pod, pod, podcast. Couple of weeks ago. Yeah, mm. if you we can still listen to that business, um, over at the website. Oh, website, yeah. Podbean, yeah, Spotify, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Apple, yep, 
Go, go. Um, so the satellite vases, they echo sedum, what's in yeah. the main vase with sedum yeah. and jewel-coloured hydrangeas and pink roses. And it just looked amazing. How fantastic, mm, so fun. So I did go in a bit of a no, reverie there. But gosh, it was, um, no, loving the ramble. <laughs> that was great. You know, absolutely marvellous. So come on, we should move on then yes, to yes. our flower. And yes. you've chosen um, something lovely, actually. A little bit of a zinger of a bloom, this oh, one, isn't it? I've indeed chosen a truly bright and joyful flower, Lucy. Yes. It's so colourful, it's so gorgeous, and it is the zinnia. I'm going to repeat that, listeners. The zinnia, Z-I-N-N-I-A. Lovely. Yeah. It's, do, you know, do you know a zinnia? Do you use... I do know a zinnia, yes. Mm. Um, it's like a sort of, I always think of it as like a little mini small dahlia type mm-hmm. of flower. That's how I would describe it. I'm just going to cough, Lucy. I'm, <coughs> I'm so sorry, listeners. That's all right, better out than in. Yes, exactly. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, yes, I'm not on the 20 a day anymore. But anyway, no. <laughs> no, the zinnia, they're really cheery and they're jaunty and... And oh my goodness, those colours. Mm. We're going to pop a little picture up on our Instagram at uh, Fabulous Flowers TV. Do go and have a look because they're so bright and so jolly. And um, actually, my dream is to paint each of my kitchen cupboards at home a different zinnia colour. So they've got, you know, they're hot That's pink. Brilliant. Yeah. I love that. They're kind of lime green, hot pink. It's a bit like the set of the big breakfast or. Do you know what? Actually, it's funny you should say that. Mm. My parents, when they were impoverished actors and mm. they first got married and they lived up in Newcastle. And um, they couldn't afford to buy new carpets for their um, new house. Mm. So they went to the local carpet shop and they went rummaging around in the um, the buckets of remnants and bits and bobs. Mm-hmm. And um, they got loads and loads of different colours. And they did each stair up the stairs in a, a different, different piece of carpet. I love that. It's a little bit like I... your zinnia theme. Oh, my goodness. And that must fun. have been a real sort of, what, early 60s thing? Yes. Yeah. Late 50s. Wow. Yeah. What fun. I love that. So, yes, these zinnia colours. Yep. Um, so I'd love to do a different colour for every cupboard in the kitchen. Mm. But I, I definitely get divorced. Um, but it would be such an uplifting place to be, I think. And it's... It would be sort of like being on the set of Rainbow. Do you remember the kiddies' um, program, Rainbow? What were they called? Bungle. Everyone can see the climbing over the sky. And that rather over-cheery man. Who was charming? George. No, George was the... Jeremy? No. Was it Jeremy? What was his name? David? No, anyway. He was sort of blonde and... Yeah. But anyway, back to the zinnias. They are... I mean, do have a look at them. If you want to see something cheery and gorgeous, they're so easy to grow. I could Have start again with that bit with the back to zinnias because. <coughs> do you want to, do you want no, to get the water no, down? No, fine, That's the last wig of coffee. I think we're back in the room, Lucy. Yeah, the power's just come on, but we continued anyway. Power to the people. We don't but need it. Mm. Back to those lovely zinnias. Enough mm. of my boring kitchen chat. Um, they're so easy to grow and a huge favourite of our lovely British flower growers. Mm. And um, as a florist, um, they're great for making up a table centre and I've you know I've used them many times and they really sing they're they're just you know they're, they're just fabulous sort of all singing all dancing just be brave and chop them quite short and pop them into a jam jar or two keep it very casual very relaxed mm. just you know be brave as I say that's me just twinging uh over gesticulating everyone using uh, the microphone twinging the, yes, hitting sorry, it hitting it but um they're not so long lasting for the old contract work oh, so um yeah but they're, they're not the most resilient of blooms, but actually who cares? Because they are the number one contender for bright but brief flowers. Brilliant. Definitely, I would say. 
Brilliant. Well, that sounds good. Um, and, you know, they're a real sort of welcome late summer. Yeah. And um, your eyes are up at the flower market this morning. Yes. And it was just so uplifting to see boxes and boxes mm. of the little deers um, just putting a spring in my step. And Brilliant. I mean, they are the perfect cotton. Cotton? No, they're, they're the perfect cottage garden beauty. And um, Good. That's yeah. fine. Oh, fabulous. Sounds good, Paulie. Thanks for that. All rather fabulous. Um, I found out that the zinnia is uh, the genus of the plants of the sunflower tribe. So ooh, ooh. we all know that, don't we? The daisy family. We love um, those. We do. And as some of our Fabulous Flowers TV listeners will now know, that is the Asteraceae family. Uh, they're native to the scrub and grassland in an area stretching from southwestern United States down to South America. And they have a center of diversity in Mexico. And the genus name Zinnia honours a German master botanist by the name of Johann Gottfried Zinn. And he hails from around the mid-18th century. So that's where they got their name from. Zinnias can be white, chartreuse. Ooh, I like the way you say chartreuse. Mm, green like the liqueur, yum yum. <laughs> Yellow, orange, purple, lilac. So that sounds rather fun. Mm. And popular garden flowers because they come in this wide range of flowers uh, that are coloured and shaped in so many different guises. They can withstand hot summer temperatures. So pretty good for our ever-evolving hotter and hotter summers then, I'd say, Paulie. Mm-hmm, definitely. And here comes a great floriography fun fact. They were considered to represent thinking of absent friends in the language of flowers. Isn't that lovely? So that's oh. our floriography there. So, yes. Oh, that's a lovely thing, especially mm. in these times, as it were. But yeah. um, but they really are the easiest little annuals to grow. Uh, zinnia flowers is just such a fantastic explosion of colour mm. um, and just bring cheer wherever they go. But mm. Um, mm. the common zinnia or zinnia elegans is one of the most rewarding summer flowers with its bright colours and profuse cheeriness. It's adored by butterflies and, and it's very popular amongst gardeners because of their wide variety of plant heights flower sizes, shapes and colours. And it's something for everyone, really. Mm, we love lovely. that. You don't we do we? love that. Um, typically growing in height between one foot and three foot tall um, on an upright. Mm -hmm. And um, here we go again, Lucy, with the tall upright vertiginous <laughs> stem. <laughs> <laughs> love something a bit tall and upright. Yes, Erect. exactly. The company, <laughs> company branches. Yes. Um, and there, uh, there are also some shorter varieties of zinnia. And they are perfect for the front of the garden border. Brilliant. So um, whilst the vertiginous um, giants are best in the middle or at the rear, um, this sort of adds to the creation of a, a wonderful sort of background splendour. Mm. And um, the flowers can be single with one row of petals, leaving the centre exposed. Yeah. Semi-double yep. with several rows of petals, still leaving the, the centre exposed. Mm -hmm. Or the fully double. Mm. Um, they're the kind of luxy ones with several rows of petals that hide the centre. Peekaboo. Yes. Um, so, so more like a dahlia or even a pom-pom sort of situation in appearance. Yeah, yeah. Um, There are also some that are cactus-like with long, slim petals whose edges roll or curl back along their length, giving them a spiky look. And, um, and as the flower matures, a circle of golden stars surround its centre disc. That sounds lovely. I, mm. I, I want to grow some, don't you? Yes. I oh. actually looked that one up mm -hmm. when, when I was um, researching that little bit and I saw a picture of it and it's extraordinary with the little twinkly star things that go all the way around the middle of the centre. Mm. Quite breathtaking. They're very charming. Mm. They look like they're made of paper or something. Yes. So we've been yes. dedicatedly cutting them up. But I was talking to a girlfriend of mine who grows them and she was saying, 
you know when to pick them because mm -hmm. you flick the head mm -hmm. and if it does a wobble it's not ready if it sort of does a doing it's ready oh how fun that's great you've got to do the doing test nice um but um yes they're so so easy to grow um get them from the garden center mm -hmm. all of them online mm -hmm. They are drought tolerant, which is great, as you yep. said earlier, and really fantastic for smaller gardening areas, such as roof terraces, balconies, pots and patios. But um, don't crowd them. So overplanting can be a bad thing. Okay. Zinnias like air to circulate around them. Otherwise, they can develop mildew and get a bit kind of, um, yeah, a bit kind of, what's the word? Mildewy. That's the word. Mm. <laughs> Yep. Oh, well, loving that zinnias there, Paulie. Thank yeah, you very much. Gorgeous. I think I might put those on my list for my next seed sowing sesh. Um, let's move on to our florography fun facts. That's the bit of the podcast where we select something that is incorporated within the world of flowers and investigate its message, its meaning, its uses, and general just fun facts, really. Absolutely, Lucy. And I love this bit as I get to learn so many facts we mm. research and uncover. So it's kind of a win-win. Mm. So this week, listeners... We are all about an autumnal bounty that has more uses and stories than you might think. And nothing says autumn like, the, like a glorious garland of hops. Yes, listeners, we are going to talk about the loveliness of the hop. I've used them countless times over the years to adorn fabulous parties, weddings and other autumnal celebrations as they always hit the spot. They've got that lovely soft pale green and their sort of charming lilting habit makes mm. one immediately think of the changing seasons. And um, I mean, let's face it, Lucy, we're so lucky to have seasons. Mm. And I can never decide which one I like the most. So um, guess what I'm going to ask you now, Lucy? I don't know. Which is your favourite season? It's autumn, actually. Wow, okay. It's autumn. I love, for me, my favourite day would be a crisp, clear morning. Mm. Ridiculously deep blue sky. Mm. A light frost on the ground, making those leaves really super crunchy mm. and going off on a, on a really good romp or walk, mm. and crunching those leaves with Favourite the dog or, or walking along by the seaside. So it's really that chill in the air mm. and then scurrying to a warm, cosy fire by a welcoming pub with a garland of hops around it and having a big fat glass of red wine. Oh. So autumn for me. I was with you then, and I was actually thinking of a pint of Guinness. Oh, yes. You know, divine, yes. divine. So autumn, yes, me. What about you? Um, I love them all. That's oh, so annoying. That's <laughs> but I do. That's not fair. As either. a florist, you know, you yeah. see all the lovely things. I don't know. It's really hard to tell. Mm. It's a bit like when people say, what's your favourite flower? Of I was born in the autumn as well, so I'm an okay. autumn baby. Glad you asked. People um, always say, you know, my favourite flower is a peony. And who doesn't like a peony? But mm. anyway, back to the hops. Mm. They're great for decorative purposes. And, um, you know, they're just they're just so easy to, to pop up. And the, the effect is instant. Mm. They come in two guises. You can buy them fresh, so mm. they're in water, obviously, mm. alive. Or you can get buy them dried. Um, and they come on a rope. So... Um, the, 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 the dried ones, you know, you just get a hairdryer to them occasionally to get the dust off. Mm. Um, but the, the fresh ones can be very sticky and polleny. But it's it's such a romantic look. Mm. Um, we like a bit of romance, we don't do. we? Um, it's all a bit sort of far from the madding crowd. Oh, again, one of my favourite books. <gasps> Love well, that. My mother, um, Mrs. Soans, used to come and do the cleaning at my parents' house. Mm. She uh, used to call home, oh, that's my favourite book, Far From The Maddening Crowd. Nice. Uh, nice. nice. Bless her, Mrs. Soames. Um, anyway, uh, Far From The Maddening Crowd. Yes, I can just see you in some period costume there, Lucy. Ooh. Mm. Get your bustle out. Yeah, absolutely. Get your Darcy out. They can, <laughs> they can, they just create such a brilliant effect uh, mm. very quickly. 
uh, so garlanding beams in barns over a fireplace up the stairs you know they're wonderful and either as a companion to other garden hedgerow lovelies so you could just be an accompaniment for star performing flowers or equally lovely by themselves um and i think you know why why just save them for over a staircase or up a mantelpiece or mm. why not put them um, along your table so i say wiggle a garland along a table nestle in some cox's orange pippin apples mm. some big pillar candles mossed into terracotta pots and a bit of old man's beard and can you feel my tablescaping addiction I bubbling can. to the surface again lucy i can feel but, um, tablescaping. but no d- but I think you should tell the listeners about our lovely, remind them of our lovely tablescaping video. Yes, we do have a mm. tablescaping video up on YouTube already. And if you search for Fabulous Flowers TV, you'll find it right there, along with many other fabulous films. Absolutely. But um, just back to those lovely hops. Uh, I, was, <laughs> I was slightly put off them on a job a few years ago, I must say. Uh, it was the National Trust year, that's their 200th anniversary, which would be their... Bicentennial? Yeah, I think that was it. Mm. And I was lucky enough to do a year of all their uh, parties. So at Grosvenor House, we did a massive one, and they invited every single owner of uh, the piles that had been donated, as in the stately home. Mm. Um, And we did these um, miniature sort of spring gardens on the tables. But anyway, hops galore. Mm. Um, I was asked to do the service of Thanksgiving at St. Paul's Cathedral. Oh, wow. Oh, it was amazing. Have you got pictures of that? I ha- we weren't allowed to take photographs, which is oh, really helpful. Too many. I know. Yeah. Yes, okay. But it was the we Queen. Imagine. The Queen Mother was invited. Mm. Um, lots of sort of dignitaries from Prince Charles, Alan Titchmarsh, you know, the great Can't and the good. I believe you're putting Alan Titchmarsh in the same sentence as, as Prince, Prince Charles and the Queen Mother. Stop it. Well, he's quite a. He's, he is gardening royalty. Horticultural royalty, not proper royalty. <laughs> but anyway, there was a plethora, I'm going to use your favourite word, mm. of, of celebs there. And. We decorated every every surface of St. Paul's with hop garlands. And mm. it was a lovely scent as you walked in. Yep. But all my florists hated me and the hops by then, uh, by the time the job was done. But um, but if you want to buy them, go online. You know, my brothers often decorated their old pub with them. And it's just such an instant lovely thing for some rustic charm. Yes, lovely. Very nice. Well, I think... Um, Always, I have that, that in my mind, the visual you described of being in a pub, having mm. them twisting around sort of beams mm. in, a, in, a, in a Sussex or a Kent house. Hops are, in fact, the flowers of the hop plant, and that's a humulus u- lupulus. Mm. I'm sorry? A humulus y- lupulus. <laughs> Stop it. A member of the Cannabaceae family of flowering plants. Is that mm. what I think it is? Yes, I think it is. Um, they used to be they used to be used primarily as a bittering or flavouring and stability agent in beer, and in addition to the bitterness, they also impart a floral, fruity, or citrus flavour and aroma to different kinds of beers. Hops can occasionally be found in hedgerows, even in areas where there is no history of hop growing. Hop vines can grow up to about a foot a day. And cones, which is the actual word for their flowers, the cones on the hops blossom in the autumn, as we know, and as you were saying. September and October are usually the best months for harvesting hop cones. They can be dried for later use, um, but they will lose their potency when exposed to light and air after a few months of storage. So a few housekeeping notes here too, Paulie. If you Mm -hmm. have sensitive skin, you might want to wear gloves and make sure your arms are covered when you're picking those hops. Dermatitis can sometimes result from harvesting them. And please also note that hops can be toxic to dogs. So keep those little pooches away. 
gosh, what a lot of hop, hoptastic moments there, Lee. Mm. I'm loving all that. But yes, I, having used them before, they, you, they can make you a little bit itchy. But um, a pillow filled with hops um, can be a fabulous remedy for sleeplessness. It's mm -hmm. quite a traditional one. You can easily make your own and can optionally add an equal measure of dried lavender flowers to sweeten the scent. Mm. Um, wrap it well, make a pillowcase to avoid the hops oils from staining your bedding. Put under your pillow to help you sleep. Ooh, that, that sounds nice. Mm. Um, soporific as I speak. Um, they've been used in tea for at least as long as they've been used in beer. The tea is often used as a bedtime drink due to its natural sedative properties. You can dry foraged hops and use them for making tea. And uh, it can be very bitter, so you might need a sweetening with a little bit of honey. Mm, nice. Um, nice. And some people add other complementary flavours to hop tea. That sounds nice. Ginger, citrus peel, chamomile, lemongrass, lemon balm or other herbs. Oh, I, 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 do you like a herbal tea, Lou? I would go maybe a mint tea after after dinner or perhaps a jasmine after a Thai meal. Mm. I'm an Earl Grey myself. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. But they could also be used in cooking the old hops. Mm. Gosh, they're so versatile. Aren't they? But um, they're incredibly strong flavoured, so their bitterness can take over a dish. Mm. So use very sparingly, all mm. you cookers out there. Mm. Um, hops are the spice of the beer, I suppose, so they can play a similar role when added to cooking in some recipes. So... Um, why not sprinkle some hops lightly or very lightly, mm. um, as they're quite a robust flavour, as a dried or flaked condiment on things like mashed potatoes. Do you know, you say mashed potatoes and it instantly makes you feel hungry. Makes um, me think of um, our friend in Ireland, yes. Dolly Buckley, mashed potato. Oh, she's good at mashed potato. She, oh, she, she loves she, a potato. She loves a potato. And I, lots of butter and salt and pepper. Mm. Yum. Um, yes, hops can also be sprinkled in pasta dishes. Yum. Or maybe on some lovely butternut squash or autumnal soup. I mean, the hops, mm. it's endless. Isn't it? That's great. Fab. I think I might try some of those. And finally, here are a few fun facts on hops. Hops grow on binds. That's binds with a B, everybody, Ooh. not vines with a V. So binds grow and twist around something. Vines grow little tendrils like arms that grip onto things. Well, that's funny. So vines got teeny tiny arms <laughs> and binds just wrap around it. Um, <laughs> hops always twist in a clockwise direction. Even if you try and change that or force them into a different direction, they will unwind and go back to a clockwise direction. Stop and little things. Isn't that they? amazing? Fascinating. And you were right, Paulie. Hops are a cousin of cannabis sativa, better known as marijuana. Like cannabis, hops have sexes. They are male or female plants. You can distinguish this by their flowers. Only the female flowers produce the hop cones used in beer. Once again, girls, quite useful. Boys, okay for a bit, then move on. Um, Steady. <laughs> hops can also help you sleep, as you mentioned. And apparently you can smoke hops as well as a sleep aid. Of course, you can drink a few pints of beer as well. And that'll have the same effect. <laughs> so here we are, Paulie. Many fun facts. Interesting info on hops. But best we gather some garlands and, um, and make a beautiful sort of hop tablescape i think don't you think should that we do that sounds a lovely idea because it's very simple you just fling it on the table with some bits of loveliness yeah. uh, apples and loveliness as i yeah. said earlier um but you know i love an autumn uh, tablescape you know gathering leaves mm. and all these lovely things that are on your doorstep mm. you know, vines and berries mm. and leaves and berries yes. and cherries and 
a few candles and ornaments from the house. Oh, Anything. I can't wait. Let's do it. Yeah, can't, I can't wait either, Lucy. Let's get going on that. And um, we can film that whilst I do it and upload it on our Fabulous Flowers TV YouTube channel. That's a so good that idea. everyone can have a go. That's a very good idea. Let's do that. I can't wait for that. I love watching you work. It's very inspirational and it makes me feel like I can have a go myself. Oh. And, um, and try and do some impressive things, which is what you do, Paulie. And speaking Thank of you. impressive things, we actually had a wonderful floral display sent to us from Sarah... Keegan, I think it is, Sarah Keegan. She was inspired by our podcast on sedum. She'd never considered using it in her vase inside her house. She does have some in her garden, but she gathered some, popped it in a vase, popped it up on Instagram, tagged us at Fabulous Flowers TV. And I think it looks rather fabulous, don't you think, Paulie? It looks really fabulous. And, um, you know, we just love filming our little flowery filmettes, and we've got quite a few in the pipeline. Um, and it's always fun to try some new things at home. I just say be brave, chop something, throw it in a vase. What's, what can go wrong? What's, they're not going to bite you, you no, know. true. So um, s follow us, subscribe to our TV channel over on YouTube and uh, pop something up and we'd love to share it with the listeners and viewers. Sounds good, Paulie. Brilliant work. Nice there on the old Fabulous Fleet TV. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Nice on the old Fabulous Flowers TV channel info. And please do subscribe, everyone, and hit that notification bell. You'll see it when you go on our Fabulous Flowers YouTubes. And what happens is it will tell you when we're about to release a new film. And as we do have our Christmas creative hats on, and we have been brainstorming a few lovely things, there will be some exciting Fabulous Flowers films coming your way. And we're going to bring you some festive cheer, some sparkle, into your homes, into your kitchens, and generally brighten up your lives. Well, I think it's time we drew this little floral romp to its conclusion, Paulie. Absolutely. But I've complete loved chatting zinnias and learning all about hops. Can't wait for next Wednesday, though. For now, it's a goodbye from me. Goodbye. Yes, and it's a kind of a soporific goodbye from me, Lou, and bye everyone out there.